Hey everyone, and welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed upon the Word of God, chapter by chapter. I'm David, and today we'll be getting into 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And for this chapter, I want to focus on the second half, and especially on the last four verses. Starting from verse 16, Paul talks about his pursuit, or his endeavor, his practice of spreading the gospel. And it's very striking, because in this section, we can really see and sense Paul's absoluteness for the Lord and for the spread of the Lord's testimony. So he says things like, For though I am free from all, I have enslaved myself to all that I might gain the more. He also says, To the weak I became weak that I might gain the weak. To all men I have become all things that I might by all means save some. And I do all things for the sake of the gospel, that I may become a fellow partaker of it. Wow, amazing. And so we see here that Paul, in his preaching of the gospel, he's so fervent, so burning. And actually the result of it, and even the motivation for that burning, is that he wants to partake of the gospel. And so we know the gospel is the good news. That's all the riches of Christ, as Paul says in Ephesians, right? He says, I proclaim the unsearchable riches of Christ as the gospel. Well, here he says, I'm willing to become all things to all men. I enslave myself to all men so that I could also partake of all those unsearchable riches. When we give ourselves to the Lord, when we give ourselves for the spreading of the gospel, actually, we are the first ones to partake. We're the first ones to enjoy what the gospel promises. So hopefully this is an encouragement to us to pray, Lord, make me like Paul. Give me this fire for the preaching of the gospel. I want to enjoy everything that you've promised in the gospel first. This is wonderful. And actually this motivation for his preaching the gospel leads into his using of the common metaphor of running a race. Paul says that his attitude toward preaching the gospel and even his entire Christian life can be likened to the attitude an Olympian or marathon runner has when he prepares for a race and while he runs a race. So coming to verse 24, Paul says, Do you not know that those who run on a race course all run, but one receives the prize? Run in this way that you may lay hold. So Paul's saying, on a race course, everyone's running, realizing that only one person will win the prize. And he says, that's how we need to run the Christian race. We need to run like a person is running for the gold medal in an Olympic race. And so he continues, he says, everyone who contends exercises self-control in all things. They then, that they may receive a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. So Paul explains, that's why I'm willing to exercise self-control. That's why I'm willing to be restricted. Why I'm willing to enslave myself to men. Because I have this attitude. I'm running a race. I have to exercise this kind of self-control. Except the difference is, I'm not running for a corruptible crown. I'm running for an incorruptible crown. This is referring to ancient Greece when they had the Olympics. The first place winner would receive a crown of leaves, a laurel. And that was his prize, his reward for all his training and getting first. 
that crown eventually would decay because it was made up of organic materials, made up of leaves. Well, for us, our crown is the unfading crown of glory that Christ will give to us when he returns and he sees that, wow, you finished the race. And so here, this is very significant. Unlike the Olympics back in those days that Paul was referencing here in this chapter, we are not competing against other people or amongst ourselves for a prize. What we're competing against is time. We all have an individual race course that no one else is running. It's just us, and what we're going against is time. And this is because the Lord has given us each a certain amount of time. We don't know how long that is. Only the Lord knows, and he's numbered our days. We praise him for his wise ways. And so we look at this and we say, okay, God has given me an X amount of time. And with that time, if I can reach the end of my race course, if I can reach the finish line before time is up, I get the unfading crown of glory. Wow, what a race, what a race. I think whenever I consider this, I think I want to win. My time, my life, that's what I want to put it towards. And I hope we would all see the reward that is waiting for us at the end of our finished race course. But it requires us to be wise and to be prudent with our time. Everyone does things throughout the day, right? We all need to get an education. We all may need to work. We eat, we sleep. But an Olympian eats very differently from a regular person. He works very differently from a regular person. In the same way, we as Christians, we may be doing similar things as all the people in this world but we should do it differently because we're doing it with a goal we're trying to reach the end of our course of this race course that god has put us on and we want to win we want to win the prize actually when we win this prize not only do we win actually god is made happy and actually the entire universe rejoices we don't have time, but you can go look at Romans 8, and it says that the entire creation is anxiously awaiting our finishing the race, our glorification. So that's all we have time for today. I hope that we would all continue to enjoy the Bible and continue to use our time, whatever we may be doing, to run the Christian race.